This week on Erotic Awakening, boundaries and non-monogamy, marketing stunts, and a flat dildo. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Patron supporters receive a free version of the audiobook Polyamory Toolkit, as well as ad-free early access to the podcast, free ebooks, exclusive chats, and other content. Check out all the options at eroticawakening.com. And thank you to all of our supporters. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. How are you this fine day? I'm actually doing pretty good. I just picked you up a couple of hours ago after dropping off your uh, rental car. Be- yes. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the way you want to refer to your poly partner, is, or my, or my no, poly partner as the rental car. That's, that's a different so thing. You just had a, uh, a poly weekend. Uh-huh. So, and... Uh, and you got to have an alone weekend. I got to have an alone weekend. I had a... Uh, different things in mind that I was going to go try. And then here in Arizona, it decided to rain. So all the things I had planned, poof, out the window. I scrubbed the RV instead. Woohoo! <laughs> Glad you had a good time. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, that's that's what I did. At least that's what we call it, scrubbing the RV. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what the kids are calling it nowadays. Uh, so they are. Okay. Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about that same non-monogamy, specifically boundaries in non-monogamy. Uh, we are fortunate to have returning guest and friend of the show, Miss Nookie, back on, who's the producer of the It's Not Cheating event that is coming up shortly. Miss Nookie, thanks for being back on the show. Thank you for having me. So excited. So when we talk about boundaries in non-monogamy, are we thinking about, uh, see, the challenge that comes right to mind is I feel like a lot of time polyamorous people say that boundaries are traps where swingers are <laughs> way more comfortable with the idea of boundaries. Oh, boundaries are expected in the in the swinging community. We just had dinner with a couple of uh with a with a swinging couple mm-hmm. so that we could get vetted for their house party. Mm-hmm. And um they they're like asking us what our mm, not boundaries but rules are because they're more comfortable with rules. Right. So, yeah. hmm, yeah. It's it's fascinating to me, um, and I, for what it's worth, I agree that boundaries are not rules, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and but it is fascinating to me how the different non-monogamy types deal with boundaries and rules and so on and so forth differently, like you know in if you if you go to a polyamory community on Facebook, for example, a lot of the times you're going to see rules are unethical. Like, I don't care what your rules are. They're unethical because they're rules and you can't make rules. Right. And you go into something like, like you said, swinging. And they're like, so... If you're going to come to this party, you know, what are your rules? Are they going to fit well with what our party is about? Are we, you know, feeling comfortable with that? Do we make sure, do we know that you have good rules in place as a couple so that you don't bring the swing drama? Right. right? The drama. Yep. And then step into kink and things like cuckolding, cuckweening, pimping. 
Um, and all of that sort of thing. And you've got not just rules, but relationship laws, right? Like, because we do power exchange. And so if you go, it's, it's kind of like that, that thing that's going around now, you know, like if, you take this old beat up guitar, you know, and try to sell it on Craigslist for, you know, $250. They'll be like, oh, no, no, that's too much. Would you take 30? And then if you take it to a pawn shop, they'll be like, I'll give you 150. And if you take it to a collector's thing, you know, they'll give you 10,000, right? It's like, where are you positioning? Right. <laughs> it's like that in non-monogamy. <laughs> right. Well, well, let's start off here. Who are the boundaries for? Who is it? Boundaries. Go ahead. I, I was going to say boundaries from the way I define and use boundaries. And um, not only am I going to be teaching a boundaries for non-monogamy workshop at the It's Not Cheating event, I also teach a workshop called Take No Shit, Build Better Boundaries um, for Relationships. The way I define boundaries is boundaries are you they are the line between what is you and what is not you not unlike a state line right or okay. a property line everything within those boundaries are you and what you're willing to take responsibility for and that's not just the stuff you don't want but the stuff you do and you prioritize so does that imply that I can't put boundaries on other people? So I would say if I, you know, the way that I use language is I would say I do not put boundaries on other people. I would not say that something put on another person or negotiated with another person is a boundary. Okay. That might be a rule, right? Or a relationship agreement, um, now that's not to say that my boundaries don't affect other people. Like if I say, Hey, you know, we're going to play no, but stuff. Well, that's my boundary. It's pretty much a rule for them because I'm telling them that consent is off the table. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's, it, it becomes relatively nebulous when it gets into Think of it from the standpoint of boundaries are what I will do and what I will take responsibility for, right? Mm -hmm. um, what I will allow. Right. Um, or not allow, right? Or not allow. Uh, I will exactly. not allow toxic people in my life. That is my right. boundary, right? Right. If I feel in a relationship that I am not being... Um, desired appreciated respected right like you know whatever that mm -hmm. is i will make my decision right <laughs> okay and right. get the fuck out right, right. Like it's hmm. now now you'd said that um and i want to make dig into this a little bit you said so that did you or maybe you did not say but i heard that boundaries can be nebulous is that yeah. Did I hear that correctly? Well, so let's think about it this way. So um, 
boundaries are a part of human existence. And human existence changes from moment to moment. So if you and I are negotiating play, you know, for you, I might say, hey, you know what? No butt stuff. Okay. Right? I'm going to run with the butt stuff analogy because that's <laughs> fun for me. I like saying butt stuff, right? Um, Daniel, no spear fishing for poop sharks off the table. Um, Trust me, whereas... that's way less interesting to me than butt stuff. So that's fine. I'm going to take that off the table. <laughs> Excellent. Um, whereas I might, you know, invite my partner to drive down the Hershey highway on <laughs> a regular basis. Um, and so how we choose to boundary and who we choose that with a boundary might be firm, right? Like in kink, we call that a hard limit. Mm -hmm. No period. End of story. That's a no from me, Bob. Um, so that might be something like, for example, for me, um, I don't do non-consent, right? That's, that's a hard limit for me. And that covers from my perspective, um, anything, you know, underage because their brains, in my opinion, are not formed well enough to give consent. Um, and that also includes animal. It includes intoxication with people I don't know extremely well who haven't consented ahead of time, mm -hmm. right? So that's a big, big boundary for me. It's a hard limit for me. I am very clear about that when I interact with people. Um, a soft limit or what you might call a flexible boundary might be no, and yet at some point that might be up for discussion, right? Again, this is kink. We do this all the time, right? Like, mm -hmm. no, not right now, but if we get to know each other better and our dynamic seems to be going well, then this. The same thing can happen with boundaries in friendships, right? Like I'm not, I'm not willing to loan people money until, you know, I've, I've known them for at least six months or whatever it is. I don't know. Um, so, and then you've got, and then you've got what I call fickle boundaries. And a lot of us have fickle boundaries in, we say, no more, never again will I allow some dirtbag to fill in the blank here, right? And so you go into the next relationship and you're like, yes, I am empowered. I will not stand for this. And then six months later, you're like, holy shit, I stood for it. God freaking damn it, right? Fickle boundaries where you want to set the boundaries, but you don't have the practice. You don't have the strength. You don't have what it takes to maintain those boundaries when it becomes a pressured situation. Okay. Like mm. when something's on the line, oh, I don't want them to not like me. So I just won't speak up. Right. Or, you know, they might end the relationship if I keep this boundary solid or whatever it is. Right. So, yeah, boundaries can be just like anything else. Like we can 
fudge them up. <laughs> but does that take easily. away? Does that take away the value of boundaries versus you know you you'd mentioned fickle boundaries versus just saying, I have this boundary, I failed to keep to it, right? Uh, that's mm-hmm. to, and maybe it's just a matter of uh, terminology, verbiage, yeah. verbiage, but there's to me, you know, if I have a concern, if I say my boundary is um, no non um, no sex without protection, that's mm-hmm. going to be may well lead to some pretty serious uh, impact if I make if I allow that to be fickle, right? Absolutely. Um, that doesn't, to me, it doesn't lessen the value of the boundary. Um, although to others, it might now think about this. Okay. So you're in a situation where you are being told a story, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, going into it, you know, we both said that, you know, we prefer to use protection and then we got drunk and we didn't and i want to report this person for doing the bad thing right that's a challenge because you know you didn't uphold your boundary they didn't uphold your boundary or their boundary even and both of you were under an influence what do you do i'm not going to say what you can do because like you know every situation is going to be different the challenge is for the human with the boundary. How do we learn to set those boundaries, which had already been done, and then also maintain those boundaries in situations where it could feel pressured or whatever? And one of those ways to do it might be well, don't get drunk. Right. True. <laughs> you know, if that ends up being an ongoing thing, like if you do that and you end up like not maintaining your boundaries when you're drinking, that seems like an easy fix. Um, yeah, it's definitely challenging. So let's start. Let's try this perspective and just change the topic a little or change the direction a little bit. Um, if you are, for example, let's suggest that you're new to swinging and you're getting ready to walk into your first house party. And in this particular house party, um, it's your standard swing event where all the things are pretty much allowed. There's a little basement that has a um, a cross up for it for people that are into kink. And there's plenty of bedrooms for people to have sex. And all the things are available to you. It's even one of these more open-minded house parties mm-hmm. where... Um, We've had those. We've the- been to those before. Right. The the different genders don't, you know, nobody cares about who's with what gender. How do you develop boundaries as you prepare to walk into that? How do you ask yourself, all right, I want to start exploring. I want to determine what my sexual swinger life is going to look like. But when everything's on the menu, how do I know what my personal boundaries are? Because we know some swingers that um, they're fine with um intercourse but no kissing right and we know other people Mm -hmm. that everything except for intercourse is fine so well and and so hold on to that one miss nookie because i want to add a little bit before i forget 
how do you tell people it's okay to keep your boundaries once you figure out what they are? Because in some environments, people like to push those limits Mm -hmm. and see if you'll stick to them or if they are fickle, right? Right, right. Yeah, 100%. 100%. so I'll start, I'll start with Dan's and then I'll come back to yours because I think that both of them have validity and tie together nicely. Um, so the first thing is, is that from my perspective, uh, if you are going into a situation that's going to be new to you, like a swinger event, you're stepping into that for the first time, um, especially if you're doing that with someone else, maybe not especially, scratch that. Okay, if you're stepping into this for the first time for yourself, the first thing is to get right with what am I excited about doing, right? Put that on your, these things are the types of things I'm going to seek out, right? Mm -hmm. And then put everything else you know, give, give yourself your, your hard limits, like your protection type stuff and whatever. And then everything else is in a, if somebody suggests anything else to me, I am going to say, thank you so much for the offer. Give me 10 minutes to think about it. And I am going to think about it or ask some questions and then think about it, right? Um, which I have personally found in swinger events is actually pretty easy to do, you know, cause they'll be like, Hey, would you like to get a room? And I'll be like, Hey, um, I wasn't sure about playing tonight or I'm not sure how I'm feeling. Give me 10 minutes and I will give you a definite answer. And they'll mm-hmm. be like, yeah, sure. Right? I like that. I like that. Um, and then if you're with a partner, if you're exploring with somebody else, then for me, there's your boundaries, their boundaries, and then what is what are the things that overlap for the two of you? So to give it a, an example is that like, if I'm going to a swing event for the first time with a partner, I am generally, not always, but generally going to allow the most restrictive set of boundaries or concerns, right? Sort of rule the evening. Kind of like my partner just had COVID for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we quarantined. He was upstairs. I was downstairs and wore masks when we got into the same area and so on and so forth. I was relatively blase about this. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'm not too worried about it. Every time you get sick, I don't and vice versa. It's not a big deal. He was very concerned because I've got a surgery coming up and like mm-hmm. did not yeah. want me to get COVID, you know, and I've just recently healed from another one. And so in my view, the strongest restrictions were the ones that needed to go into play because in a case like that I didn't want to like force the issue end up getting COVID and then have him feel resentful towards me for not taking all the precautions he wanted 
right? Okay. Yep. However, that can be a trap. Right. Because then somebody could keep saying, no, 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 not comfortable, not comfortable, not comfortable. And you don't get to do the things that are important to you. So there's definitely a balance for the first time that we're going and trying something. Sure. Mm -hmm. After that, it needs to be a negotiation. And honestly, in my life, and this includes with my partner as well, even though he's my submissive and I own him in my life, humans have autonomy. So if I want to do something, eventually I'm probably going to do it. Mm -hmm. And the same holds true for him. Um, he is mine. And thus far in our relationship, it has been a, may I, you know, explore this avenue or whatever. And I've said yes, every single time, or I've said hold up, let's talk about this and let's play with the idea first because I can see, you know, some challenges coming up and you're my submissive and I want to make sure this goes as smoothly as possible for both of us or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Um, but I think that those that's important to note, right, is the idea of if you are going with somebody else, if you are stepping into non-monogamy with other people in your life, they are going to be affected by the things that you do. And having compassion for the people that you love, right, and play with, is to me the flip side of boundaries. So you've got boundaries on one side, this is who I am and what I will accept from others. And then the other side is, this is how I want to be and how I will treat others. Ethics, boundaries and ethics. If you want people to validate your boundaries and allow you to, not allow you, encourage and honor the authentic person you are, then you need to be able to give that back to them. Right? Makes sense. Makes sense. And and Dom, can you restate your question as we get into part two of that? Oh no! See, I I said it then, so I wouldn't have to remember it now. <laughs> oh, I think it's just more about because I'm asking because this has happened to me before in a swinger environment. And how do you remind people that they're allowed to stick to their boundaries? There may be right. people that push your boundaries to see if they're mm -hmm. fickle, right? So I'm more from the kink world than the swing world. So when I negotiate right. something, I expect the other person to stick to that negotiation, not try to push me on my boundaries later, which tends to happen in a swing environment from my experience, yeah, right? We're, we're... Not everybody's experience. So yeah. yeah, when they tell me they want to perform oral sex on me and that's all we negotiate, that doesn't mean they get to say later, now my turn. Right. Because, right. But they will try to, some people in some instances may try to push that. So how how do you tell people to be strong in your boundaries? That it's okay, besides what I just did. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, there's, there's two sides to that. Um, first, from the ethical side. 
um, as a person, as a human who negotiates with other humans, um, I try to be very clear in my communication. Hey, these are the things I would love to do with and for you. Which of these things, if any, would you like to do with and for me? And then let's understand that we're not going to go outside of those in whatever engagement we have. And you may stop even those at any time. Mm -hmm. This is, this is how I am ethical. So like I said to a friend of mine earlier today, we were talking about a local community issue. And I said, Hey, how would you feel about X, Y, Z, if A, B, C? And they said, okay, um, give me a little bit of time to think about it. I said, sure. I want you to understand that there is zero pressure here. I am asking this so that I understand the parameters, not to try to convince you to make a decision one way or another. Right. Right. Um, that to me, as a per- as a person who often feels to other people as a strong personality, as a dominant, because that's what I am, um, as somebody who may come across as relatively forceful and knowing exactly what I want, it's important to me that I don't give people the impression of pushing and I make clear that their boundaries are important to me. And in this case, using kink as an example, we could substitute the word consent, Mm -hmm. right? Their consent is important to me. Now flipping that around as somebody who teaches about boundaries, what I tell people is this, if someone pushes your boundaries and you say no, they may for any reason choose to be disappointed, upset, right? This is humanity. If you state a boundary, this is like, This is all we're doing. You with me? I'm with you. And then they try to push beyond that. Then I would say, do you really want a person like that in your life for even another five minutes? If you have not negotiated some sort of power exchange that allows that kind of boundary pushing, and they are absolutely willing to push on a boundary that you have explicitly stated, To me, that means they're not worth having in my life, especially from a swinger standpoint. Now, if they're family, right, you know, family, you'd be like, okay, at some point you're going to cut them off, but maybe it's not this time. Maybe you just say at this point, mom, done. I love you very much. I cannot listen to this right now. I'm not in the headspace for it. I will talk to you next Sunday, right? Like, yeah, and and I think that those, and we're delving delving into a different conversation, but the, I think this building boundaries practice should get applied to our coworkers, to our family, to our friends. And Absolutely. 
especially if my friends are offering butt sex. I want to make very clear my boundaries <laughs> around that. Uh, it seems like this is very, there's a lot more to go about this, a lot more to talk about this. If only there was some kind of a conference where we could get together and learn more about this. Do you have any recommendations for such a thing? I do, strangely enough. Um, so January 27th through 29th, we have It's Not Cheating. Uh, it is free to attend live. Uh, you can sign up at notcheating.com. Um, I will be teaching three workshops at that event. One of them will be boundaries, specifically focusing in on non-monogamy, because here's the thing that we didn't specifically touch on. The more people you have in your life in intimate ways, the more boundaries are going to matter to you. Time boundaries, sexual boundaries, physical mm. boundaries, intellectual boundaries, emotional boundaries, and material boundaries. All of those things are going to come into play. Um, I will also be teaching uh, a workshop on asymmetrical non-monogamy. So things like um, pimping or cuckolding where one partner has more power over the non-monogamy than the other. So for example, in your relationship, Dan, you might be able to say, Dawn, go do that thing. And Dawn's like, yes, sir, <laughs> do, 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 right? Asymmetrical non-monogamy, more power over the non-monogamy than the other. Um, and then I will also be uh, doing a class on, really good question. What else am I doing class on? <laughs> Gosh. I just lost it. Hold on for just one second. I will pull that up. But yeah, so that's not cheating. It will be, um, like I said, free to attend live. Um, if you want to uh, get replays, it's $17 to get the plus more um, VIP. And that will get you replays to all of the events from this It's Not Cheating all of the events from the It's Not Cheating in 2020 and a whole bunch of other things. So it's a really, really great deal. Oh, that's the other one. I'm doing a three-hour workshop on, <laughs> I love this title, non-monogamy. I do what I want and you can too. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> which is really all about building your non-monogamous relationships in the sweet spot where you and your partner's are negotiating what you want out of the relationships and leaving the parts that you don't want out of that relationship out of it. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, super excited about it. Um, having well, a great time putting this together and um, looking forward to uh, seeing all these amazing presenters. And uh, <laughs> and the booze that we're going to have, and um, yeah, super super excited. This I'm I'm really be bringing this topic back again because I always feel like there is so much more to dig into with non monogamy. I mean, I could talk about this for like decades and not run out of topics <laughs> well very cool the uh, website again is notcheating.com to uh, attend that and uh, nookie if people want to get a hold of you for other reasons perhaps to have you present 
at uh, events like you have in the past with us. Um, how would they get a hold of you? Um, best way is to reach out to help at datingkinky.com. Um, that would reach me and my team who helps me coordinate my calendar. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, or if they're on FetLife, they can reach out to Nookie Note, N-O-O-K-I-E-N-O-T-E-S. Uh, I am not super on there constantly like I used to be because I'm putting together so many things, but um, that's also a great way to reach me. And if you reach out to help at datingkinky.com, you can still follow me on FetLife because I think I have like 1,400 blogs on FetLife or something like that. Some god awful <laughs> amount. Um, so there's a lot of like free information on there about non-monogamy, about femdom, about kink, about relationships, about everything, really. Very Fabulous. cool. Well, hang out with us for a little bit as we wrap this up, Dawn. People would know about the not us specifically that you and I are appearing at the not cheating uh virtual event as well as our events in Toronto, Detroit, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and a few more that are coming up. If what if, if they had a crystal ball no if they sign up for our newsletter so keep up with all our events book news discounts and more via the erotic awakening newsletter but even better get your ea shout out like quinn from arizona and Alyssa from illinois head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today so I just want to throw out there that um I know we're wrapping this up, but um I want to make sure that Ohio Hedgehog gets gets a little um a shout out here because he's constantly sending me links to different things that I I wouldn't have seen otherwise, and the latest is a Florida dominatrix pulls a marketing stunt for new Miami nightclub at a city council meeting. So basically she showed up in full gear, her and uh, two other mistresses showed up in full gear at the city council meeting um, asking for money to start the new nightclub slash dungeon. So, and people found out it was a marketing stunt. Because that's, <laughs> that's what they do. Because that's Florida. how you it. Yeah. That's Florida. <laughs> Florida woman strikes again. Um, it just so happens that we did get at least, I don't understand what I'm reading here, Dawn. Uh, does this say a flat dildo? It's it's kind of like that. So um, Anna sent me a purple and teal tentacle, but it's a flat-ish tentacle that you kind of put on a uh, dildo harness. Okay. Right? A strap-on harness. But instead of fucking the other person, it's flat with um, sucky spots. Sucky spots? Sucky oh, spots. Oh, okay. So that you can grind against your female partner. <laughs> Very cool. So I think it looks hot and it's purple. So there you go. That wins, right? And then you look at look at this. I was I was taking care of you today, pointing this out to you. Look at oh wait, I got tentacles from Enigma again. Awesome. A lot of plant-based tentacles. A lot there. of plant ones. Look at that. I think that's from a super little Mario. shop of horror. Oh, no, little shop of not super Mario's little shop of horrors. <laughs> yes, I'm positive. Okay. So, oh, you know what? I think I'm positive. She's on that one of those little combination. Pipes. It looks like a combination that's okay. it, with a little pokey dot. Anyway, you can go look on the Discord yourself and decide if that's Super Mario or uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Okay, it looks like a combination, but 
Minotaurus sent you food on boobs and it's artsy. So this is like um, half her face is sprinkles and then she's looking sprinkles off of her own boob. Mm -hmm. And the next one is Fruit Loops on the boobs with milk in the bowl. I am not a big Fruit Loops fan, but I would think I could I could try some of those Fruit Loops. Those, yeah, those look yummy. Suck them right off. So. Always appreciate all the fun stuff that people send us on or, <laughs> or share. Actually, they're not even sharing it with us per se. They are sharing it with everybody on the old Discord. So cool, our Discord channel. Anyway, um, awesome. Right, awesome you know what? And you're shows. if you want to know how to get to that Discord, listen up for just a moment. As we say. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. Or you can find us at FetLife as Dan and Dawn. Or Erotic Awakening on Instagram. Or use the links from the Erotic Awakening website for Facebook and the aforementioned Discord. Or just email us at Dawn at gmail.com. And it's simple as that. Nikki, thank you again for being on the show. Bye, Nikki. Bye, Nikki. Bye, Bye. Thanks. Hold on. <laughs>